Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everyone. Kayla Bradders, the Midwest Uncle PPP Real Talk in the house. And this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. And if you, yes, you, even Desiree, are looking for a vehicle <laughs> and a solid and a foul nation and something and lots of good nip dips and chunky chunks and good stuff with snickerdoodle sprinkles and chocolate way for the win, I'll even do that for you, Desiree, because it's not that. <laughs> You're just uh, doing that. it all, all today. <laughs> Just take Just it. Follow it. Take the Mack truck, too. <laughs> no, I'll give that one to you, Dan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've already, got, we've already got the ice cream, so I'm just throwing it out there. Mack truck. Throw it out. There you have it. Throw it out. It's thrown. It's thrown. Yes. And check us out at peoplepmuscle.com. And now let's <laughs> chit chat up with a banter. <clears throat> Caleb Patterson, guess what? what? Guess what is opening up tomorrow in Iowa? An open gym? <laughs> yes! My gym yes. is opening up tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! That's some good news. We were just lamenting this on Tuesday, and here we are. It's Thursday, and on Friday, my gym will be open. Yay. Yay. I know. I'm not quite sure what to expect. I I don't know if it'll just be, like, ransacked or if people will be like, yeah, it's open, but I'm not going yet. (laughs) It'll be ransacked. It's 50-50 one way or the other. I don't know. I really don't know because, you know, there are restaurants uh, in my county that are available to open starting tomorrow mm-hmm. at 50% capacity, mind you, only 50%. But I've uh, been speaking to some restaurant owners, and some of them aren't opening until next week if they even open then. They're kind of content with their pickup uh, business, pickup order business that they have right now. And so I don't know. It's 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 going to be interesting to watch how this continues to uh, progress as things, quote unquote, open up. There you go. Well, that's some good news. Mm-hmm. I like the way it sounds. That's a good way to start the show. And hey, it is good to hear you. And it's good to know that you're going to be uh, getting ready for August uh, sooner than I would. Ooh, August. Ooh. August. August. Undefeated in August. That no, so undefeated. What else we got going on in August? Oh my goodness! Jack Halverson show. You know what? Don't. Oh my goodness me! Don't even. Don't do it. Don't do it. There. I yeah. have my brain hasn't accelerated to August yet. It's still stuck right here in May. <laughs> yes, ma'am. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Highlight. Highlight all the Augustness that's coming up. Well, it's just that it's so much goodness to look for. And, you know, uh, I just love the fact that the bodies are adapting and our minds haven't collapsed. And one of the things that just resounds in my soul is that God's in control of everything. And we need to always remember that and reminisce on what he's brought us through 
and that way fear doesn't overtake us like like I've been seeing with so many of my fellow uh, people in in bodybuilding and in small business. So this is goodness. I mean, I mean, you don't know. Nobody knows how things are gonna is gonna turn out. But looking for the dread side of it and not preparing to be successful is the best way of it. And I know that we've learned about the lights and the red lights and blue lights and all these things that can help build up the immunity. It's not perfect, but now we have a goal, and goals are nice, and they basically help boost the immune system as well. So it's nice, and I'm going to let you introduce before I get on a rant and take too long to do it. Well, aren't you going to share what you're waiting for in August before we get going? I thought that's what well, we were going. Well, I was going, but then I'll, I'll get into it, and then it'll be five hours later, and, and, and our, our guest won't be on the show. Just say the show, and then we'll and then we'll move on. But that's it. Just the, just the show, and that's it. Oh, the Midwest Legend Legends Classic, August twenty second, twenty twenty, at the ICC Performing Arts Center. Yeah. Jack there you go. Undefeated. There you go. Yeah. There, there go. we go. There we go. Now we have it. Now we can move on. And uh, so, okay. <laughs> so on Tuesday, we'll Tuesday we were on the East Coast. Even though I tried to put us on a different coast, we were on the East Coast. Stop with but the coast. Today, Stop with the coast. Today <laughs> we are bouncing across the U.S. and we're going to be back yeah, in the are. West Coast. Yes, we yeah. are. Where the beaches, we the beaches are opening up. Except you have to wear a mask on the beach. Except don't wear a mask when you swim because you could drown. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's something. Walk me through the logic. Walk me through the logic. But you know what? We'll we'll walk through the logic a little bit later because now we have to say hello to I guess if uh, Doctor Phil is to Oprah, what? Uh, Peter Chihansky is to P4P Real Talk. So say hello, Dr. Peter, to listener land. Wow. <clears throat> I feel like I should be moving back east. Um, this is uh, Dr. Peter Chihansky, and your gyms are opening tomorrow. That's, that's amazing. I can't believe it. Yeah. I am so jealous. Wow. And, and, right. and so does, does August 22nd mean that somebody on this phone call is going to be stepping on stage? Well, that's the goal. That's the goal. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's the goal. goal. So Kaylin is goals good. are meant to be achieved. That's there right. Go. Goals are meant to be achieved. Doctor, <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. So yeah, so out here it's a little different. We don't have our gyms open yet. I'm still on the home gym tour. And I'm enjoying every minute of it, working out with patients, and um, it's it's been great. Uh, my gym is supposed to open on Memorial Day, um, which is very um, fitting because, you know, it, it, we're not supposed to open yet, but our owner is going to use Memorial Day because that is when we honor all those who have given their lives for our freedoms that seem to be um, infringed upon lately. And uh, he's going to use Memorial Day to um, – to to so we can exercise our freedoms to work out in a public gym. So that's 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 the uh, game plan out here. And yes, our beaches are open. In LA County, you have to wear a mask, um, but you were warned not to swim with a mask. So I, <laughs> but you have to wear it when you're on the beach, which makes oh absolutely no sense at all. 
But since I'm in San Diego County, we're good. We don't have to wear masks over there, and um, we can swim and kayak and surf and um, get all that great vitamin D and ground and and do all those wonderful things. So, yeah. So, but Dr. Anyways, Peter, you you wait, wait, wait. Hold on before before we ahead. get started because I know we won't come back. We got a question here from Linda. And she's asking, are you working out at your house with your patients, or where is this working out with the patients taking place? It is taking place at all of my patients who have beautiful home gyms who have invited me over the years, but my schedule has not allowed it. Um, And since I have nowhere else to train, and, you know, I'm going to train. So I have been um, working out at these home gyms that uh, my patients have, Um, occasionally with patients. But, you know, I've been working with patients this, through this whole time. You know, I have not taken any time off. I've been working six days a week. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's been with, uh, with patients. Uh, well, actually, most of my workouts are um, just myself. But, you know, occasionally my, my patients will, uh, will join me in their own home gym. All right. Very cool. Very cool. So last time we had you on the show, uh, which was last month, we were talking about uh, deuterium and alternative cancer uh, treatments. And actually, we didn't even really get to the alternative treatments. We were mostly talking about the two schools of thought as to what causes cancer, and we were going down the rabbit hole of deuterium, which we're going to talk more about tonight. But um, why don't you give us kind of a brief recap of where we left off the last time we were together? Sure. Well, you know, this is this is uh, seems to be a cancer series since this is round three, and um, we're trying to figure out. You know, we first started talking about the um, the Western medical approach to treating cancer, which is a genetic cause according to Western medicine, meaning the blueprints in your cells. Um, I'm sorry, in your mitochondria. No, let me take that back. Our cells are big cities with all kinds of. Um, uh, we have a town hall, we have uh, a waste management plant, and in the town hall, we have our blueprints for our city. And <clears throat> since 1971, we've been fighting cancer based on the blueprint that is in our town hall of each cell. It gets um, mutated, and then we're trying to fix that mutation with uh, chemotherapy, with, with surgery, with radiation, trying to, trying to fix that. So we weren't really discussing too much. That's, everybody knows about that uh, side of it. Um, then we started talking about cancer as a metabolic disease. So instead of the blueprint printing the wrong things, um, we are looking at an energy side of the, of the city. The power plant in that city is not functioning properly. And because it's not functioning properly, it's causing a brownout or a blackout to the city, which is the cell. And that cell, in order for it to be um, healthy and work appropriately, needs a lot of power. And when you start to decrease the power and energy output of the power plant, that cell becomes sick and diseased and ultimately becomes cancerous or can become cancerous. That's the end range of, of that status. Mm-hmm. So those are, those are, the, those are the, the, the avenues that we've gone down and – so we talked about deuterium and <clears throat> that power plant, which provides all of our energy, 
it's hydrogen powered and hydrogen is the most abundant element on the planet. It is what runs all of our energy needs. We create cellular energy from hydrogen. So those mitochondria where the energy is made, hydrogen is converted into cellular energy. And so that cellular energy is vitally important. That's called ATP. And so when we run on hydrogen, it's perfect. But we said that hydrogen has a, a twin brother, a fraternal twin that is twice as heavy and twice as big. And since both versions of the twin can run our equipment, and unfortunately or fortunately, our equipment in our all of our body is designed to run off of the smaller twin, all of the the slots that the that the hydrogen has to go through and the and, and go in and the pathways is all set for that size. And we said we'll call the regular hydrogen 150 pounds and the fraternal twin 300 pounds because it's twice as big and twice as heavy. And so as long as we can get the right twin in doing all the work and creating all the energy, we can stay extremely healthy. And the 300-pound twin brother also has a function in our body. He's, he's not an evil brother. He's actually um, very vital to our health as well. But he belongs in another place in the cell or in the body. He belongs in the walls of the cell and he belongs in the blood because he has many different functions. But if he ends up getting into the energy-making business in the mitochondria, that is when all heck breaks loose. And mm-hmm. he's like a bull in a china shop. So, so he can break all of the equipment that's slotted for our regular hydrogen twin. And so I think that's where we kind of got to before we got cut off. And we were talking about, you know, there's 150, and there's not a lot of the big 300-pound twin brothers there's about 150 to 155 of the big twins for every million of the small twins. So you can see how many of the small twins we need. We need a lot because we make lots and lots and lots of energy, and that's why we need that many of the small to make that kind of energy. But when the 155, when the 300-pound uh, twin does get into the mix, that is, again, when, when um, all heck breaks loose. And then we, we got into, okay, well, if all of these twins are occurring in nature, you know, how do we know if we're getting too much of the wrong twin into our system? Because our body has a delicate balance of it functions really well when we, we have a ratio. And we talked about we want on average to be healthy all the science shows that we want about 130 of the 300-pound twins in our body at all times or less for every million of the small twins. So if we get too many of the big guys in there, they can then wreak havoc by getting into the wrong place. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that led us down the road of, so then where are all these big twins located and how do we avoid putting too many of them into our body? 
And, you know, we said that there's about five different ways. Um, well, so food and water have, are all hydrogen-based. All food, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, all have hydrogen in them, both the small twin and the big twin. And as does water. Water is H2O and two hydrogens to one oxygen. And that's hey, naturally where these twins. Can I, can I you say something, Taylor? Yeah, 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 go for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hurt with what I'm about to say because you know you've been sharing some very good information, and I was sharing it with my mom, and she mm-hmm. she loved your philosophy on what you're saying, and she loves everything you've been putting it out. But she said something that kind of got me because she said, you know, a lot of this information is not new, but it's been shunned for whatever reason. And it's also more to the point being swept under to keep the business as usual format going. And I I was kind of shocked. And, you know, when she was telling me that when the people were were seeing the results and, and trying this stuff out, and basically being asked to leave their profession or, you know, their residence at the hospitals, you know, that, that, that hurts because, you know, people have been just as, uh, you know, compassionate and passion like you. And, and, you know, now you've got much more knowledge and much more information, but this is groundbreaking stuff. And and for some reason, you know, they were told to basically just shut up and, and get back to work. Is, is that something that you've noticed or known, or, or is this something that you're fighting against even till now? Well, yeah, you're right. And you know there's an agenda. And you know um, it's, it, it's – our Western medical system is a, is a very big machine, well-oiled, well-greased, and well-financed. And there's not, if if we could get into this and go way back to the history where this all began, it all began in the, and I won't, it it began with the Rockefellers in the 19, early 1900s and Mm -hmm. the breakup of standard oil, pharmaceuticals then were developed. So that whole story. So I am, I don't really run into a lot of resistance because, you know, when people come in and they're desperate because they have a diagnosis of cancer, um, my job and passion is to give them the information that I have and then lead them down that road of investigation. And that's what I'm doing with you guys. I'm, I'm throwing this information out there so that people know that there is an alternative. But you're right, Kalen. There's a lot of – and it's not just with this cancer story. It's with Alzheimer's. It's with other yes. big disease processes that um, – extremely bright professionals, uh, medical doctors, PhDs are getting run out of um, their profession because they're going against the grain. And that's not mm-hmm. acceptable yeah. because they, they have to, you know, they, they first have to abide by Hipp- the Hippocratic oath, first do no harm. But they cannot abide by what Hippocrates also said, which is he or she each individual who is not his own doctor is a mere fool. So that, that medical doctor cannot, you know, give that patient information to lead them down that road or recommend these things. 
he has to take them down the straight and narrow line of, of, of what his profession is going to tell them. Otherwise, they, they get, you know, in jeopardy of getting their license. It is very tough. However, um, with deuterium depletion, you know, we work with the Centers for Deuterium Depletion, which, um, Desiree, I did send you their link. They, they yes. are at a prestigious institution. They are, um, they are out of um, – they work with UCLA out here in Los Angeles. And the director is his lab is at UCLA, and he's a very prominent researcher for the National Cancer Institute. He works with the National Cancer Institute also, but he keeps both things separate. And so his information or this information is been researched. It's in the it's it, worldwide, and so in other parts of the world, it is practiced on a regular basis especially in Hungary where the, 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 the doctor, uh, Gabor Somalier, he's the one that did all this research, him and his group back in the ni- uh, uh, 1990s. And so in his book, Defeating Cancer, which you can get on Amazon, has all this information in it. And the Centers for Deuterium Depletion, which, again, the director is, has his lab at UCLA Medical Center, or at UCLA, I'm sorry, at, uh, he... Um, follows all of these protocols. So area, we've been fine. The only resistance we get is when um, we, we have a diagnosis and we send somebody, you know, to the oncologist. We don't send them. They go to the oncologist because their medical doctor refers them. We just give them the information that, that, that they're going to come up against, and the oncologist will say, you know what, it's our way or the highway. This is what we do, and we do nothing else, and you, we don't think anything else works. So they do scare yep. the heck out of these patients to where they then are stuck between a rock and a hard place. And so I tell every one of them to, you know, keep an open mind. You don't have to not go down that road they want you to go down, but this information you can use with that treatment you can, depending on how you feel, you can do both. You can do just this. It, you know, it's your, you know, your life, and, but you should educate yourself about it all. And, and that's my passion. And so as, far, as long as I'm educating people and giving them the information, um, it's, it's been great. And I, I, but I do see, Kaylin, where there is a lot of resistance. But in all areas of natural remedies, um, I am getting blocked a lot on Facebook. I can't even mention vitamin C without getting taken down. I can't mention wow. any of these things because it, quote, goes wow. against community standards. Right. It does. Um, it does. And that's, and guys, if I can just jump in real quick on that one because I see that quite a bit for the work that I do. And if they feel that it's misleading, that you're making false promises, although I don't know how they determine that because I know it's not a crew of, you know, medical doctors or anyone that has reviewed hundreds of research papers every time some claim comes through, but they just take it down or they block it. And, and they make no qualms about that. And that's, you can Google that and find that that's part of their process where if it's outside of the status quo when it comes to health news, it just comes down because they are operating um, in an overabundance of caution. They don't know. So if it's not the same old, same old, 
then they're not going to allow it because they don't want erroneous information out there that really could hurt someone. So even if it's something that could help someone, if it's not, you know, backed by the CDC or whomever the normal powers may be, it comes down. You right. can't make any sort of going on. Right, especially with what's going on now, there is um, any mention of intravenous vitamin C, any mention of hydroxychloroquine, um, vitamin D, you know, um, turmeric. <clears throat> they, they, the, the. I did listen to the person who is in charge of Facebook's, um, I guess, uh, policing this, and she just said we're not going to have antidotal information on here. And antidotal means it's 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 hearsay, it's storytelling. But there's 83,000 studies, peer-reviewed studies about mm-hmm. vitamin C. So you yeah. know, it's you know, I, that's that's just it's it's very evident right now at at, at what's going on. They want a mandated vaccine. They want everybody to wait for that, and they're not. And I've been doing videos because because our leaders are not telling us how to prevent, how to be proactive, and how to defend against what's going on. We should at least be given information to 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 defend ourselves by bolstering our immune systems. And if we're not given that information, then that's just wrong. And so I am giving that information. I've get gotten a couple things taken down, but is you know, if I'm talking about the immune system, um, you know, nobody else is. So uh it's it's a good yeah. thing. No, it is. It is. And real quick before we get back to deuterium, I want to share this comment from Terry. She says, I hope and pray that people will go into the new era of health with a better understanding of the improvement and importance of good health. Cancer and COVID equal no bueno. And that is right on the money there, Carrie, although I don't know how realistic that hope and prayer is. So keep praying it until it's spoken into life because from what I see, everybody's relying on their masks, relying on their gloves, waiting for the vaccine. They're not taking control of their health in the fashion uh, like Dr. Peter has suggested in building up your own health naturally so it performs better. You know, if you want to get vaccinated, go for it. It wouldn't be my first choice, but if that's what you want. But if you really want that vaccine to work, you've got to work on improving your health along with it. The vaccine can't make you healthier. It doesn't do that. It may help slow down the rate at which you contract the virus, but it's not going to make you healthier. And you have to understand that. The public needs to understand that. You can't just get health through a vaccine. You have to build mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Good. Yeah, because vaccines to me are just paid mercenaries, as are any other drug. Right? You're paying somebody because you can't fight your own battle, and if you can learn to fight your own battle, you don't have to pay anybody, and you've got a strong army. So that's the end of my rant too. Bam. Well, um, All right. Let, let me let me get oh. one piece of that rant in there because <laughs> I, I've always been frustrated with our need to find a prescription instead of our need to find better options for our health with our own bodies, diet, and, and, you know, sleeping patterns. I'm very confused how the work at all costs mentality took over the nation to the point where health, our own health 
is one of the last things we consider when planning our day. And I'm not talking about the people, that our listeners per se, but you know, for the for the mean the mean of of America or any 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 nation. I know there's uh, overseas, and I know in Europe they're very more health conscious, very much more health health conscious. But it's just surprising that we've let it go to the point where we don't even consider our own health during our everyday lives. And that's shocking to me that we've gotten to a state where people are writing off the ones who have secondary conditions, like, well, you know, they knew what they were doing. But I've learned that, you know, if it's the nation's thinking, then a lot of people do fall through the cracks if we don't make it the, the national mean. Let's, let's put it down there. If we're going to be uh, socially conscious, and I'm talking about, uh, you know, the, the social media then we should be more aware of passing along the information like you're doing, Dr. Pete, where this information isn't surprising or shocking to learn. It, it, it should be secondary, I mean, like second nature in our knowledge. And for some reason, it's just not that way. Because I, when I was talking to mom, I was very hurt to learn that this information has been around for a long time. I mean, it's it's just hard to hear when you see the people that have suffered and died and the families that have suffered after the dying. You know, it's just, it just doesn't seem right. And it, and if we're such a great nation, why don't we have a health conscious mentality that's much stronger and much more observed in our day-to-day lives? Exactly. Why are we falling behind Amen. so many other nations now in health? We are the United States of America. Why are we not number one when it comes to health. Yes. I think Where's number our gold medal? I mean, it's, it's oh, ridiculous no, as far as developed nations go. As far as developed nations go, it, it, we shouldn't be that low on the totem pole. But Never. anyway, uh, <laughs> that's not what we so are talking about. We are talking about right. We're talking about, yes, but we're talking about deuterium and how do we keep yeah. the 300-pound twin in check and keep our little 150-pound hydrogen twin ruling the roost? How do we do that? Get them off the treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. And, and, you know, deuterium is just one component. So, so, you know, with everything we just talked about, we're talking about this is really a show, you know, about cancer and a cancer diagnosis and what to do. And, and deuterium is one aspect of that. But Let's, let's kind of, let me just summarize really quick because deuterium is vitally important, but some other things are vitally important. It, deuterium is one of a three-legged stool when you do have a diagnosis of cancer. But I think what we should probably do is morph this into, since we're talking about health, deuterium plays two roles. If you manage deuterium when you're healthy, you remain extremely healthy and you don't have a diagnosis uh, or a disease process even close by. If you do get a diagnosis and you need to act on it, then that's when it's vitally important to go down a protocol, just like if you went to an oncologist, you'd go through a treatment protocol. Well, it's the same thing on this side of the metabolic theory of cancer you go through a treatment protocol too. Deuterium is one of three things that would be part of that protocol. So let's just, um, you know, so, so we've got the health side of it and we need to be very mindful. So 
you don't even, everybody listening here doesn't need to have a diagnosis of cancer to, to be aware and alert about deuterium because you want to stay and remain healthy and be healthier, then you manage the deuterium in your life and, and, and as well as many other things so that you can maintain health. So that's the two sides of, of deuterium, the, the, the being healthy side and then the fixing the disease process that has now gotten you, you know, in a six-foot hole. And so that was um, – so if we just finish with deuterium so we can move on to the, the other couple of things, um, you know, we talked about deuterium in food. We talked about carbohydrates have the highest amount of deuterium, processed foods, you know, sugars, you know, junk food basically is very high. Tap water is very high. Uh, we talked about, you know, natural spring water from a higher altitude from mountain spring water has the least amount of deuterium in it. And mm. uh, Desiree, I did send you a couple of articles um, that summarize a lot of this stuff really great. And I don't know if that's something that you can make um, accessible to anybody, but yeah. um, you can, yep. oh, sure you can, you can do that. But so we want to, you know, we, we, we want to, we want to be mindful of what we're putting in our body. We talked about grass fed, pasture raised meats and fish, green vegetables, nuts, healthy fats. We want to avoid, remember we're addicted to, to, to sugar. Sugar is a physiologic addiction, oh, yeah. just like smoking is. And just yes. like, you know, any of these other things are. And if, it's if, a peanut if, them and if, them. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I love it. Anything, <laughs> anything in moderation is going to work, but an addiction is not going to work. And so, no. we talked about the about the bad one that we don't like to hear that fruit is 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 not a bad thing, but if you eat fruit all the time, it's it's loaded with deuterium. And we talked about eating fruit in your area when it's grown and in season. In, that's usually during long light cycles. So we, we said that you can get rid of deuterium and deplete it from your body because vitamin D and sunlight, of all things, depletes deuterium from your body. And so it's a balancing act of let's not put, let's be aware and mindful of what contains deuterium and try to deflect as much of that as we can and let's also be mindful of what will deplete our body of deuterium because our body wants to get rid of excess deuterium if we allow it. And, you know, we said that natural sunlight will deplete your body of deuterium. Sleeping yep. will deplete your body of deuterium. Literally exercise depletes your body of deuterium. You know, all the things that we kind of know um, that are healthy are usually working your favor for depleting your body of deuterium. So those are the, that's the balancing act. Now, if you have a diagnosis of cancer, now you are kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. You, you, it's not as much of a, of a, of a, of a choice, but it's, it's, it's not, you'd like to, but now you have to, if you want to save yourself or at least get reverse what's going on as quickly as you can. <clears throat> And so when that happens, you then have to do what we call a deuterium-depleted protocol. And that is involving deuterium-depleted, everything we just talked about. But there's also 
in our water show, I did mention that we deplete, we have water that is deuterium depleted. There's none made in this country yet, but they are working hard and fast on getting a deuterium depleted water plant up and running. So, you know, right now they're in Russia, they're in Hungary, they're in Romania, and that's where we get our deuterium depleted water from. And when okay. you, again, the, the, go ahead. I was just going to say real quick, Dr. Peter Dale is wanting clarification that you uh, had said tap water is high in deuterium. Correct. Yes, tap, okay. tap water is usually very high in deuterium. Water wow. ranges anywhere from 140 to 155 parts per million. Um, your natural spring waters from higher altitudes are going to be in the 140 range, 135 to 140. Your tap water is going to be 150 to 155. It may not sound wow. like a big difference, but it, but it, but it is. And now, if somebody is concerned, if they're drinking tap water, and you, um, you can get your own water checked through this site that I sent to Desiree. Uh, the Centers for Deuterium Depletion, they can test your, a sample of your water. I've had numerous samples of my water tested. <clears throat> and um, so that is something you can do. It's, it, it costs $80, but if you are, you know, mindful of your health, it's a, it's a small price to pay uh, an investment in your health to find out if you drink a lot of water and it's high in deuterium, you're probably not doing yourself a favor, right? So, um, Tap water is definitely higher in deuterium. Of course, a lot – tap water is different in different places with what else is in it as well, right? If it's fluoridated yeah. or if it's got all the other stuff in it. So, um, yes, so it is, it is higher in um, deuterium. Thank you. All right. Uh, Moving on. Okay. Moving on. So, um, you know, we're, we're looking at deuterium, and we're, we're looking now to – to, if you get a diagnosis, you would want to contact this center if you want more information on how this protocol works. And you will, they're in Los Angeles, and they will do a consult with you. Epidemiologist Dr. Q. Collins, he's a PhD in, in epidemiology, which means the cause of diseases, and he's a cancer specialist. So he's a PhD cancer specialist epidemiologist that will go through your type of cancer if you have this diagnosis and he will lay out the entire plan of the diet, the water, you know, the foods to eat, the water to drink, the, the light to use, you know, this whole protocol. And in a nutshell, what I will, what I will give you is just an outline of a typical protocol if you have a diagnosis and it's a three-legged stool. So number one, you want to deplete your body of as much deuterium as possible. Because remember, the 300-pound guy is now stuck. He, it's like a lobster trap, right? The lobster goes in and can't get out. Well, this guy mm -hmm. got in the 150-pound slot, and now he can't get out. And he's stuck in there. And so remember what we said deuterium was. Deuterium is very important for babies. Deuterium helps things grow. It's fertilizer. When we're babies, we need a lot of deuterium, and it's always in the right place, and then babies grow. When we stop growing, we don't need that deuterium because now we don't grow up or out. We grow things in our body that we shouldn't be growing, right? We fertilize things that, that are not good. 
And so that's what happens when you now break your 300-pound twin is in the mitochondria breaking all the equipment. The cell has no oh, power. No. That mm-hmm. cell now without the power has a brownout and then a blackout. Now that cell becomes a sick, cancerous cell. Remember, the blueprint to your, to, your, um, to your city is in the town hall, right? That's where Western medicine looks at cancer as the problem. Well, now that there's a brownout, that blueprint gets altered. So did the blueprint actually always get mutated from birth and you have this problem, or did this process cause that to mutate? Right? So the, the metabolic theory of cancer goes and says that mutation is a downstream effect of everything else happening with the 300-pound twin breaking everything, throwing the power off, and now the blueprint is bad. So how do you now recognize that cell? Now that deuterium, that 300-pound deuterium is now a fertilizer for that bad cell. That's why cancer cells grow so fast. As long as deuterium is in the mix in the wrong place, you're going to get growth. So the goal is to get that deuterium out of there. And your immune system, your soldiers don't see this happening because, remember, your, your, your soldiers are only looking for cells that are underperforming, not cells that are overperforming. If they're overperforming yeah. okay. and it's growing like crazy, they don't see that as a problem. So we have to get that out-of-control cell to slow down. And how do we do that? We first get deuterium. We, 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 we use red light because we talked about red light in the light show. Red light either from the sun, which is 42% red, that red light penetrates your body 12 inches. So every mitochondria in your body has access to this red light. What red light does in your mitochondria is it allows the conveyor belt that's now going out of control because of the, the fertilized deuterium in there, it's, it puts the brakes on the conveyor belt, okay? So it starts to slow it down. And mm-hmm. it has to be slow enough because, you know, that cell is dysfunctional, right, because it's kind of broken up and dysfunctional. So once it slows down enough, it breaks down. And so red light is the second leg of the stool. You can use red light naturally from the sun. It's free. Or you can, we talked about this big long term called photobiomodulation, which is just using red light therapy therapeutically. You can get red lights from a company called Juve. You can get them on Amazon for $100. And if you have a cancer that's localized, like a prostate or a breast or anywhere, you can literally use that in your own home and you can use red wow. light therapy in that manner on specifically spot treat the area, okay? So you could do it both ways. And I'm not going to prescribe, okay, this is just, these are just things that are available to use, but that is the second stool. You have to, the goal is to slow the conveyor belt down of this running, you know, out of control, bad cell. So that is the first thing that slows it down. The second thing that slows it down, and I don't know, is it? I guess it's legal in your state too. Is uh, CBD legal over there uh, in Illinois? Only by prescription in Iowa. Really? Okay. Well, you can get as high as you so, want over 
Yeah, you don't so, get high so off cannabis. <laughs> no, no. Go to the gym so instead. CBD <laughs> is what we use in California is from hemp, and you know what, yes. what makes you high is the THC, right? And so we yep. don't, even though even though marijuana is, I guess, legal in California, um, so we only use CBD from hemp, and you know by using CBD. If you guys don't know, did we do a show on the endocannabinoid system? I don't think we have yet, but it's it's a we vital sure system in it. your body. We will. Yeah, it's a it's a because it, it, it's a system in your body, no different than your cardiovascular system, your nervous system, your muscular system. It is your endocannabinoid system, and the difference is really quick because this is very important for the mitochondria. So if you took, here's a good analogy. If you took every system in your body, the systems I just mentioned, you know, your nervous system, your cardiovascular system, your muscular system, your endocrine system, your endocannabinoid system, if you took them all and made them all a separate section of an orchestra, okay, and do you know what, what instrument the endocannabinoid system would play in that orchestra? Uh-oh. It wouldn't play in – it, it, it would not play an instrument at all because it is oh, okay. the conductor of all the other systems. Oh. All right. So it is the, it's the conductor, the reason being because the endocannabinoid system is made up of receptors. It's made up of type 1 and type 2 receptors. And these receptors are found in every cell and every organ in your body. The type 1 receptors are actually found in your mitochondria, okay? So because you have an endocannabinoid system throughout your entire body, it is the system that ensures that all the other systems are playing in tune together. The orchestra sounds good, and everybody is playing the tune in tune, okay? So that's what the endocannabinoid system is doing, and we've been – deprived of this since 1937, the Hemp Act, the Cannabis Act, um, because, and I don't know if you know the history behind this, but really quickly, the, um, what can you make from hemp? You can make textiles and you rope. can make paper. Everything. Right? Rope, everything. Everything. And so, and so do, you know who, do you know who didn't want it? The paper industry and the textile industry. And so right. when they made marijuana illegal, cannabis, Hemp is the same species but doesn't have the THC. They wanted that included so that they could have free reign of the market because hemp is much more sustainable, faster growing, and easier to use, but it's, it's, it grows freely in nature. They wanted to use cotton and trees for fabrics and textiles. And so that, since 1937, has been causing and depriving our human endocannabinoid system and our orchestra is to play out of tune in affecting our health in a negative way. And when you get that back in your – when you get the, the conductor conducting your orchestra, it's, you're much healthier. So the type 1 endocannabinoid receptors in your mitochondria also slow the conveyor belt down, slow it down along with red light to the point where now that – cancer cell that has been veiled because it was operating too efficiently but for the wrong purpose is now unveiled to the immune system 
And the immune system can go through a process called autophagy, which is cell destruction, and destroy that bad cell because it recognizes it now. And so there if you, you don't unveil it, you don't get the destruction of the cell, and it runs rampant. So it's a three-legged stool. You need to not let deuterium get in the wrong place. When you do, you have to deplete it from your body so that you can take it out from where it's going to create continued issues in other cells, and you need to slow down that, that conveyor belt so that you can unveil it, and then it can be destroyed. You lose the ability of the immune system to, to not go through this, this, this cycle called autophagy or what we call apoptosis, which is self-suicide, because a cell that is mutating naturally will go through a process of self-destruction and it will die unless there's deuterium in it. Then it will be fertilized and, and run rampant. So that is the, if you can keep autophagy and apoptosis intact, you should never have a disease process. That's why we all have these mutating cells in our body, like we said at the first episode of this cancer series. But why do some people get cancer and some people don't? That's the exact reason. If you maintain the conveyor belt at the normal speed, if you don't allow deuterium in the wrong place, and you allow the mutating cells that we all have to be destroyed either by the immune system or by self-destruction, you never have a problem with this. So in a nutshell, that's the cancer protocol when you have a diagnosis of cancer. That, and that's very important for anybody listening who has or has a family member who does have a diagnosis because this information from the Centers for Deuterium Depletion and on that site, go to the um, resource center. There's probably about 10 to 12 podcasts or videos. There is all kinds of learning. It's like an online library to teach you about deuterium. So my, my job is to lead you guys down the road of education and educate yourself. Because remember, Hippocrates said, he or she who is not his own physician is a mere fool because nobody knows your body like you do. Don't let somebody else dictate to you what you should do. Get some knowledge and empower yourself so that you can make, um, use common sense and make a decision and use critical thinking when doing so. So Amen that's for the, to that. Right? Amen that's to that. Cancer. So that's, yeah, so that's what you would do. And, and you know, the last 10 minutes, we, we you know, probably really want to make sure that everybody understands. We want to stay healthy. We want to get healthy and be healthy and stay healthy by, you know, standing all this stuff and, you know, all of the steps like we talked about earlier – to just not let that conveyor belt get the wrong things in it, get fertilized and, and go down the wrong, you know, down the wrong road. So, yep. Yeah, for sure. And if I can just jump in here real quick, folks that are listening, yep. I have posted the link for the center of deuterium depletion on the P 
P4P Real Talk Facebook page. And then I also put a link to one of the articles that Dr. Peter had referenced in the comments. So if you guys want to head over to the Real Talk Facebook page, P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin, check it out. should be the first post on the page this evening. And you can go look at that site, read the article, look for the podcast and resources that Dr. Peter has just referenced if you would like more information on this subject. Yeah, and, and actually, the um, interestingly, the article, I don't know if you, you read who wrote that. Um, her name is Ashley, and um, she's a, yeah. a Ph.D. candidate at the University of Illinois, and uh, she relieved, yep. received her bachelor's degree in engineering from the University of Notre Dame. And she is a, um, a, power a, a, a mind-body power lifter. Yeah, so a really yep. smart girl, and um, so she's, she's kind of in the same game we are and uh, trying to educate as well, you know, for all of us, um, you know, that, that are in that game. So um, the, the really – both articles are really good that I sent you, Desiree, the, the what is deuterium and how it relates to fatigue, cancer, and metabolic issues. That one is very, very – they're both good, but that one is really um, very user-friendly and, um, you know, will give lots of good user-friendly information. All right, very good. I know I've got one of them posted. I need to get the second one posted, so I will get that out there. KP, any last questions or thoughts on this evening? We've got about seven minutes left. Well, I know that uh, little Richard would have lived just a little bit longer if he'd have started taking that snickerdoodle and deuterium. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well, he had a pretty good life. Sounds yeah, like he did. Yeah. He did. He did. All right, Dr. Peter, for you, last thoughts on tonight in our last couple of minutes. Um, well, you know, there's, there's a lot of unhealthy, you know, it's, it's more about getting people to change their, their, their mindset. Just like Kaylin said earlier, we should, you know, health education, true health education should be taught in school from the time we are in kindergarten all the way through our formal education because all these other subjects that don't seem to be very applicable to being a well-rounded human being are being thrown down our throats. That, oh, they're you know, well-rounded, that's for sure. We just don't want them okay. so well-rounded. This is true, <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's, this is true. But, you know, so, so those are the sorts of things that really need to happen. You know, we just don't do enough of the things that help facilitate our body's natural deterioration exactly. process. Yes, exactly. You know, we don't get enough exercise. We don't get enough sleep. We don't get enough natural light. You know, literally every time I've been on your show, uh, you know, we did the – well, we did the cancer show. We did the water show. Water, we talked about deuterium-depleted water. We did the show on red light. Decreases mm-hmm. the speed of the, the red light decreases the speed of the conveyor belt in a cancer state. We talked about blue light. Blue light helps manage your circadian rhythm so that it increases sleep quality and that decreases deuterium in your body. It depletes your body of deuterium. We did the grounding in the earthing show. That is help to help you recharge your 
human battery, which is your mitochondria, to keep it healthy. We've even talked about cortisol. Cortisol is the stress hormone. That's part of our, um, uh, our, our circadian biology. All day we need cortisol. It helps us to get through our day. It takes resources and makes them available to us to get us through our day. But it also, if we are stressed too much at night and we don't get rid of the blue light and we don't get our mm-hmm. biology, our circadian rhythm right, and we keep our, our, our cortisol levels up, we decrease our immune system. Every show we did really related to what we talked about in this cancer series. All of it is important to practice on a regular basis. And if everybody just listens to some of that stuff, you can, you can learn. And it's not – don't take the crash diet course. Start implementing this stuff. Start learning it and implementing it. And before you know it, you'll be so much healthier. You'll look so much better. You'll feel so much better. And you'll, you'll, you'll just love all of it. So that's my two cents. Well, and those are a very valuable two cents. And now that you recap all the shows that we've done, my gosh, that's amazing. And there's so much good information there, guys. So P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin, Blog Talk Radio, Google it. If you're not familiar, it'll take you to our archives. You can search for any of those terms. Red light, blue light, deuterium, cancer, water, Peter Chahansky, all of that. And uh, those shows will get pulled up for you. So do check them out. And lo and behold, we are going to end this show without getting cut off tonight. (laughs) So that is fantastic. Fantastic. So, Dr. Peter, I just want to thank you so much again for taking the time out of your busy schedule and just educating and sharing with us all because every time you're on the show I know I learned something that wasn't on my radio or I hadn't heard of before so I definitely appreciate you uh, passing on the knowledge my my passion and my pleasure I I absolutely enjoy this and and we'll get on uh, again at some point maybe we'll talk about the even though it's not legal in your your state yet the endocannabinoid system so you can arm yourself with the education so you will know what to do when you uh, are able to do it Sounds good and to me. So, and if you don't have if you don't have hemp available, I've heard they're starting to spin snickerdoodle protein into fabric these days. So, oh, that keep your awesome. eyes for that. Dr. Peter Chahansky, the boys from P for P Muscle, Kaylin, and myself. Your body is a temple, so let's build it.